All right, we are back. Episode 39 of Long-Winded Spiel. As always, DLR here and... Mike G here. Mike G, as always. In the building. That's right. Um, hello, listeners. How have you been? Long time no see, talk. Here. Here, whatever. We haven't heard from you either. Yeah, what's up? With, what's, what's that all about? Actually, two- Michael, Michael and I were just talking about um, the comment section yeah. that we have on our platform yeah. from iTunes, Stitcher, uh, Peepa... Even the website, and uh, no one's ever little, left a comment. Little barren there, little barren there, yeah. listeners. So you know uh, what? You know what, listeners? I, uh, I, I, I hope that you eventually leave a comment, whether it's uh, constructive criticism or maybe we touched on a point that you agreed with, or maybe yeah. you just feel like being hurtful and you just want to say a couple of things. Yeah. Um, let either us know, way, let us know you give a shit. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. No, I'm just joking. No. Um, either way, uh, we are back. Uh, yes, we are. So once again, after this little hiatus, um, it seems to be well, happening a little bit, you but know, it's all good. Life, we're working, we're working out the wrinkles in life. <laughs> you know, life, uh, life, life's uh, not easy to plan. You know what I mean? That's it's right, uh, you, you can't always. It's it's, it's hard to, uh, to, especially with adult schedules. And you, yeah. you, you, listeners, you get it. You know yeah, what I mean? For sure. Shit. For sure. You know, you, like, got, you got bills to pay. You got bills to pay. Don't you? Uh, I hope you do. I mean, I hope you're experiencing life. If uh, not, that the... is. If not, spoiler alert. Yeah. Uh, life's going to hand you a bunch of different <laughs> um, obligations that you're going to have to, yeah. you know, manage and juggle. Um, when life hands you limes, avocados, serrano chili peppers, garlic, onions, and uh, cilantro, <laughs> you got to make guacamole. That's science. So <laughs> you got to do it. It's true. <laughs> Preach, brother. Yeah, man. Because life's going to hand you different things, and, it, and you just got to make this delicious uh, dipping sauce for your tortilla chips. And if, so, and if it's not, and you're not paying bills, right. please comment on how you're doing that. Uh, yeah, seriously, because I'd love to know. Yeah, what the fuck did, is Did I hit secret? all the ingredients for guacamole? I thought you did. I, like I, I thought you were going there. pico de gallo at first. Oh, I got gotcha. you. But then again... You said the avocados? Yeah. Did I miss avocados? No, you said avocados. Okay, cool. You said avocados. I was just spitballing there. Yeah, I don't <laughs> I know if you said tomato. I was hearing, because you make a hell of a pico, so that's I where I was I was like, I think he's going with his... I think he's I giving away I would say all the ingredients for that, but it'll be recorded. It'll be recorded, and I don't want our listeners to... You can't give that away. Yeah, they're not worthy, at least not yet. Comment first. Yet. Exactly. That's gonna be the theme. You send of the me a day. couple comments, and I might send you, you know, a little a fraction, a, a fraction of it. And then every comment you leave, I'll send you a little bit more until finally little, you get the whole recipe. Giving, giving you crumbs here, giving you little little pieces. Yeah, exactly. Pieces. You can't get yeah. the whole enchilada. Exactly. A lot of food references uh, <laughs> so far. You tell I'm hungry. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> haven't had breakfast yet. I haven't had lunch yet. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, it's what twelve? No, it's eleven fifty-one. Ugh. I did bring a lovely. You brought a banana. A lovely banana in. Yeah, I've been staring at it. Yeah, I'm. I'm going healthy. There you go, sir. Going healthy. Healthy banana. Hell yeah, Perk man. Perk of the day. For sure, but yeah. You know, either way, listeners. Um. So yeah, we are back, episode thirty-nine. Mm-hmm. Really excited. Uh, we have a lot of cool things to talk about. Mm-hmm. A lot of things to catch up on. It's a true. couple of upcoming events from UFC to the NFL to yep. uh, life. To Netflix, Netflix to fucking to, to upcoming matches, upcoming to matches, fucking marathons yeah, are on the docket. They are on the docket. Holy we have um, some things to talk about that happened recently. Some fun stuff like yeah. Friendsgiving. How, and happy, that. happy Friends and Thanksgiving. Yeah, to everybody for sure. It is uh, November 29th, mm-hmm. uh eleven fifty three now. Perfect. Um, AM <laughs> timestamp. Yeah, seriously. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so we got a lot to talk about, man. Let's just dive in. Let's, let's take it back and then we'll work we're, our way down. You know what I mean? Kind of like, um, start to finish kind of a thing. Perfect. So let's, 
the most um, recent uh, event would be what Thanksgiving then, right? Yeah. And then well, Black Friday, and then. Well, for us, our we had our friendsgiving on Wednesday. We did. Sorry, my mouth was full of delicious banana. That's right. But um, that potassium in your body, baby. But, well, potassium, yeah, exactly. Potassium, fiber, you know, healthy sugars, exactly, kind of get you through bro. the day. I mm. dig it. Trying not to cramp up during That's the right. cast. Um, right. Well, yeah, we had our Friendsgiving, uh, which has been, been held annually now for um, more than a few years. Yeah. Um, we all get together, we get we get dressed up, and, and we have a good time. Uh, we get a little intoxicated also, but uh, it's a little potluck theme. Everybody brings a dish. Uh, this year, I was responsible for the turkey, uh, which was fun, uh, because I also had work that same morning that I was supposed to put it in the oven. So, shout out to Trevor Barnes for helping me out with uh, putting it in the oven and and uh, doing all that for me, but uh, but yeah, man, got together, uh, fun was had by all, um, yeah, just a good time, thank you, also shout out Haley Still for hosting hosting the yeah, event this year. Yeah, thank you Haley, do appreciate that, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. For sure, um, yeah, just touching base on the whole potluck thing, um, it's like, it's like an unspoken competition amongst friends, where yeah. who can bring the best side dish or main entree. Right. Um, and it's usually bragged about during, like, the way the way I judge it, I don't know if everyone, everyone does this, but the way I judge it is I usually base it off of whatever side dish or main entree goes first. Right. And um, this year, I think it was um, Crystal's mac and cheese. I believe... That right. is correct. I think Crystal won because her mac and cheese was gone. Dusted. Like, just done. Yeah. Uh, Trevor's was pretty close. His mashed potatoes. Oh. Yeah. I had the only... I kind of cheated. There was a I lot of mashed only... potatoes, though. In his defense, yeah, there was a lot. there was a lot, for sure. And they're all organic. And thank oh, you, Trevor, so for good. getting organic potatoes um, so we're not being sterilized. Um, uh, I kind of cheated. Roasted garlic. Oh god, with uh, with uh, cream cheese cream, and fucking. Oh god, it was amazing. But um, I kind of cheated because I picked my side dish was the only side dish that was somewhat healthy. Uh, broccoli, <laughs> it was sautéed broccoli it's, it's with garlic, tackle. onions. Yeah, it was and bomb. diced up bacon was in there. So you know, it wasn't too healthy, but it was it was good enough. And jalapenos. Jalapenos, yeah. So I mean, everyone wanted to eat something green, and they went for my dish. So I kind of cheated, like I really did. I didn't pick like a, I don't know, a traditional uh, Thanksgiving side dish. You know, like everyone was talking about sweet potatoes or yams or whatever. The fuck. Right. Personally, I don't like that. I don't, I don't like, like su- the only two things as far as food or side dishes that I like that are sweet. One of which is teriyaki chicken. The second one you're going to disagree with because Uh-oh. I know you don't like this food, but it's orange Sweet chicken. And I knew you were going there. Yeah, God orange damn it. chicken. I'm out. Michael, <laughs> I'm Michael's right. walking out. I'm out. I'm upset. He just, he just threw his banana against the wall. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I just, I, I don't know, man. When it comes to like hot food, I just, I'm not a fan. I'm just not a fan of sweet potatoes. It's just, I'm not, a, oh, dude. I don't know, man. Like I have to add some sort of spice to it in order to get it down, yeah. even though I know it's super good for you. I mean, as far as potatoes go, it's it's better for it's a better option for you. I feel like I've had. Uh, I mean, I am in total agreement. Uh, I do not like sweet potatoes. You can ask anybody in my yeah. family. You also don't up. like orange chicken. You also, also don't like Chinese food specifically. Ah, uh, but I do like me some pork fried rice. That's actually pretty good. It's, it's pretty bomb. Yeah, there's a there's certain elements. sauce to that. There's Fire. certain. I, I don't want a blanket statement that I don't like Chinese food uh, now that I'm an adult. Uh-huh. Uh, when I was younger, I would absolutely say that you couldn't get me into a Chinese restaurant. Mm-hmm. I was going to Wiener Schnitzel. That was just the way it was in my town with my family. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, uh, yeah. 
So there's there's certain things. It's just like a texture of it, man. That's I don't know. I don't want to put like slimy chicken into my. It's just weird. I don't know. It's just a texture thing. For yeah, me. I hear you. Uh, yeah. So I'm a texture eater. I got you. Well, dude, but either anyways. way, man. Um, either way. So yeah, sweet potatoes. Sweet potatoes. I'm just mm. not. I mean, dude. Recently, I made sweet potatoes, and I added um a lot of uh, jalapenos and a little bit of cayenne pepper to it. Yeah. And I'm sure Brianna Lua can attest to this because um I made it. I surprised her with dinner. And um, that was the first thing gone on her plate. Like I was kind of, nice. so, and she's on the same level as I am when it comes to sweet potatoes. Or the yeah. same opinion, I guess. Uh, we both don't really care for it, but we know it's good for you. It's like that it's, thing as a kid where like your mom's like, eat your broccoli. And you're like, fuck, I don't want to eat the broccoli. And she's like, it's good for you though. And then you finally accustom, or, or, or uh-huh. convince yourself that mm-hmm. I'm going to eat this broccoli because I know it's good for me. Right. And then you force yourself to do it to where you finally, you know, develop a taste for it, mm-hmm. I guess. And I'm at that point now where I'm at the beginning stages of that with the sweet potatoes <laughs> because I'm trying not to eat regular potatoes. Um, I'm also trying not to eat rice or any like, you know, any starch, like, starch, uh, more so the carbs. Oh. I'm trying to like stay away from that, you know, trying. Keyword in that is trying. My and my initial that, question would be: Are sweet do sweet potatoes have a, a better health effect? They than, do. I'm uh, guessing. Yeah. Do? So um, uh, obviously the 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 fiber is better for you. So as far as like there's more fiber, but the thing about sweet potatoes is that they're they're low in carbs and high in protein. Oh. So you get more protein out of a sweet potato than you do carbs. It's actually very low in carbs. Your body doesn't convert that into glucose, which is like a sugar, sugar right. and it just your body just processes it a lot easier. You get a little extra protein on the side, right. and you're not. It's like you're not eating like a side of because whenever you eat a side of potatoes, um, specifically the russet potatoes, right? Um, it's just like eating. It's equivalent to like eating rice or pasta. You know, it's just like it's just carbs, like empty carbs, empty values. carbs. You know, especially like the uh, the non organic ones, right? Specifically those and. I mean, you can buy a pack of those, a pack of russet potatoes for like less than five bucks, and that'll last you a week. So I get why, as far oh, as like yeah. looking into it as Most like a affordable. financial thing, exactly. Yeah, like, like you know, um, I get it; it makes sense. And sweet potatoes, you know, you ever had mashed sweet potatoes? It's not as good. It's no. just not as good. No, it's not. You know, everyone always says add brown sugar to it. I was you want just me to think... add more sweetness to oh. a sweet potato? I'm First so... off, I'm trying to not eat more sugar, you know, or Shit. carbs. And you're asking me to add sugar to it? Dude, earlier I was going to say, like, I actually, uh, I'm glad that I didn't say it earlier because it was prefaced with what you just said. Yeah, it's not my my cup of tea. I was going to tell you, I was like, actually, you know what? There was some sweet potatoes once that I had. It was with a bunch of butter and brown sugar. It was really good. You would like it like that. (laughs) What I've been thinking about doing is making my world-famous pico de gallo and using that as, like, having a baked sweet potato and then just drowning it, drowning in pico de gallo. So that way I can at least, you know, shovel that bitch down. Fuck but yeah. we'll see. I'm, I'm playing with ideas, man. But yeah, so sweet potatoes are yeah. better for you. Drop the nutritional um, knowledge here, yeah, folks. Yeah, man. They are definitely better for uh, you. Not to, Yams as well. Same thing, pretty much. Not to cook, but uh, so I know you said specifically organic russet potato, or mm-hmm. excuse me, uh, non-organic russet potatoes yeah. are the if worst. If you want to eat a white potato, um, the best option would be um, the red or the white potatoes. That's where I was going. Um, a red potato specifically, because uh, especially the skin, you want to leave the skin on. Right. The skin's actually really good for you. There's a lot of nutrients in there, and it's uh, high in fiber as well. And then I just recently um, heard this on um, Joe Rogan's podcast, uh, Chris Cresser. He was um, – so Chris Cresser is a uh, – he's um, he's just like a nutritionist uh, specifically in the, in the realm of like uh, the keto diet, you know, the caveman diet as they right, call it. Right, right. And um, every, everything that he says is backed up by science and actual trial and error. So um, 
he recently talked about how whenever you um, the one big thing like I said a moment ago about white potatoes is that um, there's a lot of carbs in it a lot of starch and it's just not really good for you it's not a healthiest option you know mm -hmm. it's just more of a filler right and uh, he said that whenever you cook a potato and then you throw it in the refrigerator and let it cool and then you reheat that potato up what that does is it actually um, I forget the exact terminology for it but it pretty much like isolates that starch uh -huh. and it and it turns it it pretty much think of it as every time you cool a potato and you reheat it you 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 take away more and more of the carbs and the starch inside the potato uh -huh. to where it becomes more and more just fiber uh, dense sure so the more times you do it the healthier that potato becomes so it's really interesting. Again, forgive me for not knowing the exact so, terminology right, no, the for scientific term but, for yeah, it, I'm not sure But it's either, pretty but... much every time when you cook a potato and you and you throw it in the refrigerator for leftovers for later, uh -huh. and then you reheat that bitch up and you eat as much as you can and you uh -huh. throw it back in the refrigerator and let it cool and you just continue that process, right. every time you reheat that potato from it being cold, it actually takes away all the bad shit. Um, and again, I forget exactly how that works, but please listen to Chris Kresser. Um, I forget the, in the episode – but um, with Joe Rogan, um, it's a great podcast, and um, he explains it thoroughly. Yeah. And uh, and so, like, I've been kind of trying that. So, like, there's this diet that he talks about, and apparently this diet dates, dates back to, like, the 1800s or some shit like that. And um, what you do is you get a bunch of red potatoes. Nice. And you, you boil them. You throw them in Tupperware, or back then, I'm, I don't know what the fuck they threw it in. But whatever, <laughs> it doesn't matter, right? Right. Um, we're talking about 2017, so Tupperware. If you're not yeah. using Tupperware, get yourself some fucking Tupperware, you caveman. Yeah. Like, come on now. Um, or just save your to-go boxes yeah, from when you something. go out to a yeah, restaurant. Come on, man. Just That's, fuck. It's not that hard. It's a little life um, hack for you. Yeah, it's cheap <laughs> and it's super convenient. Anyways, so um, uh, what you do is you, you you heat up a bunch of – you cook a bunch of potatoes. You throw it in Tupperware. You throw it in the refrigerator. Every time you get hungry, you take out that Tupperware. You serve yourself a few of those potatoes. If you want to get crazy with it, you don't add anything to it. Nothing. Just no salt, straight, no, no nothing. Just do it. And uh, you, so you eat enough potatoes to fill your belly. Now, this is where you're tricking your mind. So, whenever we are accustomed to, especially nowadays, anytime you eat something that's like a mouth pleasure, like a uh, fuck, I don't know, a cheeseburger or tacos or pizza, like yeah. it's not good for you, but it tastes fucking great. Like, what tastes better than pizza? Not, too not many much. Things. Not much. I not mean, much. candy off the top of my head, but I'm a sweet candy. tooth. Even candy, yeah, for sure. But even a... candy, though, even can like pizza, like a well-made a well-made pizza when you're hungry. Woo! You're right. Good. Yeah, it's fucking. Great. You're right. Uh, so, anyways, go. On. I, I'm, I'm, I don't want to get off topic. So, uh, I, I'm, dude, I'm like craving pizza now. I know um, this has been a food. Anyways, one. yeah, seriously. So, anyways, uh, so what Chris Crestor was saying is that um, the reason why we overindulge, we eat more than we should. So let's just say. Um, if you had a pie in front of you, a pizza, a mm -hmm. pizza, I keep calling it a pie. Um, that's just what I call it. If you have a pizza in front of you, you would eat, let's just say, again, for just a bare minimum baseline, you have two slices out of that pizza to where you're full. You're no longer hungry. Right. You're, you're good. But most people are going to have that third, Word. fourth, maybe even fifth slice of pizza because of the mouthfeel because it tastes good. It's right. just like fucking pizza, dude. You know? That's awesome. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so now going back to the potato thing. Um, whenever you eat, whenever you eat plain potatoes that you just reheated, you're only going to eat enough to fill your belly, but you're ah. not going to continue to eat because it doesn't taste great. Right. So that is, uh, it's, it's, I forget the name of the diet. I've just called it potato diet for the sake of the story. Um, so 
whatever you want to get hardcore with it. So you eat the potatoes, you eat a little bit of protein, and um, maybe a salad if you want to eat some greens. And the way that is one of the fastest ways to lose weight. So the way they broke it down is every time you reheat those potatoes, it just becomes fiber, right? So right. You're eliminating the carbs, you're eliminating the starch, and it just becomes essentially fiber. Right. So you just you just you know poop that out. It's pretty much as a pattern. I was gonna say that. We all know what fiber yeah, does. Yeah. And then and you're only eating enough to fill your stomach because you're not gonna continue eating because it's not a mouth pleasure. Sure. Right. So then uh, the way the way it breaks down is. Um, if you continue this diet at least four or five days out of the week and the days that you have your cheat days, you don't completely overindulge, right. but you know, in moderation, right? You know, like going back to the pizza thing on your cheat day, if you want to just have two or three slices and then like, that's it, that, that that's okay. Sure. And then, um, the way he broke it down is, um, you end up losing a quarter of a quarter or a half pound a day of body fat. If you maintain that diet, no so shit. no shit. And if you go for a month or two, you can within a two month period you can get down to your desired weight as far as eliminating body fat just based off of that diet. Wow. Interesting, right? Damn. Super interesting, dude. Chris Cresser, man, he's fucking he's a man. Damn. He's a man. All right. So in summary, uh, and 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 this isn't just like you're just eating potatoes. You no, you did no. mention you you, you have know, you need like protein, pre-portioned protein if, or you know, something. Especially if you're active, you're an active person. You know, right. you're working out or you participate in some like you know. Um, I don't know some sporting activities or, or, or your you're job an athlete. is an active, yeah, any sort of you know anything. If you're like a, if you're like into the whole like manual labor, you know, right? You obviously you want to eat some greens, you want to eat some protein, but like your main your main choice should be those potatoes. Okay. And like you decide, potato is like the filler, like a little chicken breast, a little salad, and you get full off the potatoes. AKA you just eat enough till your stomach starts fucking yelling at you. Right. You know what I mean. And then that's that's it. And then your body just your body just I mean it's mainly fiber. So your body just that potatoes is just literally it's just clearing the system, clearing the system. And you get the greens, so you know you're good there. And you get the protein because you know you need protein, right? And then um, yeah, and then so um, you're not eating bread, you're not eating sugar, you're not eating you know uh, empty empty carbs. You know you're 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 bringing a lot of good stuff into your body. Would you recommend? I mean, uh, say uh, this could be a great way to lose weight and whatnot, yeah. and to get rid of some mm-hmm. excess stuff and lose mm-hmm. body fat. But would you recommend this for like a long term diet? Would you think? Uh, dude, I'm not a okay. So, so I'm, I'm not, not yeah. Quit. I'm not a nutritionist in any way. So I don't want to like know, put but, my foot in my mouth. But tell people how to live their lives. Yeah, I know, right? So let me <laughs> just make that clear again. I'm definitely not a nutritionist. I um, I'm just, I just a lot of the information that I have was obtained from other people that are right. So I mean, I like to think that I at least have an, an idea of what you should do. But every but that that varies amongst people because everyone's different. Like my body type and what is good for me is definitely probably not the same for you. You know what I mean? Right. So I need um, to add weight personally. See, there you go. So, so like that's we, to... you know we, we have different goals, we have different you know aspirations. It's just different. You know, also like your our genetic code is different. You know. Right. Um. So there's a lot of things that I would say work for me that may not necessarily work for you or. The other or for the listeners, the listeners that are yeah. you know paying attention, um, but I would say for me personally, I wouldn't do that diet all the time. Um, I, I'm a I'm trying to stick with just sixty percent greens, forty percent protein is what what I'm. That's where I'm comfortable at. That's where I feel like I perform at at my 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 optimum um, uh, what performance you know, performance. Yeah, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, listeners, I have a jiu jitsu tournament coming up on Ayo. December 9th. Um, so like I've been trying to like maintain this whole like you know clean eating, and um, and I mean I'm training like five days out of the week, so like I'm I'm constant I'm very active, 
outside of work. And uh, because of that, I uh, I have a lot of trial and error too, you know, because I've been in martial arts for mm-hmm. some time now, like seven, eight years yeah. now. Yeah, I was like, like coming that. up on a decade. Yeah, coming up on a decade. Yeah, real soon. And um, so because of that, I've I've had a lot of trial and errors. Like I've had a lot of you know bad weight cuts, and I've had a lot of good weight cuts, and I've had a lot of bad tournaments where I was not eating that great, and I've had a lot of great tournaments where I was like, oh, okay, you know, when I eat this and I eat that and I stay away from. Uh-huh. boozing though you know two weeks out i'm pretty good you know right and right now i feel like what works best for me is 60 percent veggies um 40 protein um but because i you know i do consider myself an athlete i i also i i incorporate carbs you know i i do the potatoes um i'm start i'm trying to do the sweet potatoes and i'm um, <laughs> trying and i whenever it comes to grains i try to stick to brown rice or black rice because um it's um it's a complex carb so your body doesn't convert that into glucose um it actually uses it for what it's for and it just becomes fuel okay and this particular tournament um i'm not cutting any weight i know you and i had a conversation about this earlier i'm not cutting any weight so i'm not like necessarily trying to you know lose as much body fat as i can I was trying to maintain and ended up gaining a few extra pounds. Uh, I don't well, feel like I gained fat, though. Muscle so weighs more than fat. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's kind of pissed me off a little bit. Camp heavyweights. Yeah, seriously, man. Seriously. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I kind of went on a tangent there. but uh, It's all good, man. Hey. Um, but, yeah, yeah but, it's just so, crazy. So, uh, the thing is, when you said that you're not cutting weight, I know we talked about it earlier, so I know the answer to this, which basically means uh, there is no weight classes for the tournament that you're going into. Yeah, it's uh, it's so, in brackets of 10 pounds, so it's within 10 pounds of, of, of where of you're your at. opponent. Yeah. So, um, for the sake of the story, um, when you weigh in, you weigh in fully gi- with your gi on, your jujitsu gi. Right. And... Uh, you know, let's say you weigh in with the gi on 170, so you will compete within 10 pounds of that. So they usually go up. So if you're 170, you'll end up competing to about 181. So if a guy weighs in at 181, he's in your bracket. Oh, that's um, 11. Yeah, well, I'm um, just kidding. Yeah, well, I mean, the cutoff is usually like the 69, like 169, oh, 170, the, uh... like the pound thing. Right, right, right. They kind of cut true. that off. You know what I mean? So sometimes they'll, if a guy weighs in at 182. They don't want to put them in the bracket that's like 190 or some shit, so they end up squeezing them down to the 170s. Okay. And vice versa. So well, that, that could be right around because you you said you're. I, I weighed in at 182, 183, but that's not with the gi on, and that's also fully hydrated before practice. Like I had a meal, so I'm hoping because um, the tournament is early morning, and right. so that morning I'll probably just end up having I don't know oatmeal or maybe like some salad or some shit like something really light yeah a lot of avocados because my body runs really well with that like uh-huh. you know healthy fats yeah i just fuel baby fuel baby uh, um what's your uh what's your target weight for the day if you have i mean i know you said you're not cutting weight so it's not so really if, like a target if I'm weight under 180 i'll be happy okay. if i'm like 179 this that, is this is with the gi on mind right, you. Right. so if i have the gi on and i weigh in at like 178 179 i'll be really happy because okay. at least that i don't know if they put me in the 180 to i mean i've competed against the guys that are like 185 190 and um weight does make a difference man especially oh, when dude, it's yeah, in, you know, like a right. grappling kind of um yeah. uh, aspect um but yeah so i like to be there i like to be the heavier guy in my class but that doesn't always work out that way. Right. You know, I've also been the smaller guy. and um, But yeah, so we'll see, man. I don't know. We'll see. I, I'm not too worried about it. I'm just... It was more of like a personal thing that kind of got me. Yeah. It was just... I was really hoping to... Because we got this marathon coming up, too. That's hey, uh, segue. Well. Yeah, segue. <laughs> segue. 
so listeners want to explain the marathon? Uh, yeah. Uh, from what I remember from Friendsgiving, because again, we were inebriated, was that... Uh, I got some videos, bro, if you want to recap. I fucking, I'm not sure if I do. Uh, I saw I saw like part of a snap, and I was like, oh my god, he was... I, I tried to like make a speech, and I was yeah. like, dude, I just referenced Santa Claus. What oh, the Santa fuck? Claus... Uh, what it was you you meant secret santa i was trying, trying to, to say secret santa uh, but you said santa claus giving or something i like don't that. know man i was so gone at that point <laughs> i was trying to because everybody was making speeches but i was like i don't want to i'm not now's not the time for yeah. me to go give speeches and again uh, dude, you have joshua davis there shout out joshua davis uh, that motherfucker's a king of speeches. king man. of speeches like, and I, I feel like every morning he wakes up and just like writes his speech down uh, just in case that moment comes up he, he knows can, he's good at him yeah, too that's the best sure. part that's the best he waits too he just oh. sits there with a smile on his face lets everyone go first oh exactly and he he's goes, like let go me ahead. just shatter yeah let me just shatter your guys's fucking speeches real quick dude he's like oh those were those are really good guys those are really good <laughs> now uh can i talk <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay. But the thing is, is I look forward to them, and I don't. I wouldn't want him to go first or middle or whatever. Yeah, no, for sure. And definitely, I don't want to go He's after him. He's the anchor, him. man. He's definitely oh, the anchor when it comes yeah. to speeches. Fuck yeah. So but shout I, I out, think, JD. We love you, buddy. I think subtly, I was, I was like, you know, really inebriated, and I was like, I'm talking to you guys, and I'm in the moment, and I'm feeling good, and I'm overwhelmed. You try to fight the bear, bro. Exactly. And I was like, <laughs> I was competitive, and I was like, I'm gonna try to give the most epic speech, dude. <laughs> And, oh, my God, that I fucking fall like the fucking rhino in 300. Yeah, dude, for oh. sure. But anyways, uh, so from what I, re- what I remember, uh-huh. uh, I know that there's a, a marathon coming up in June that Johnny and Lynn, I believe, are spearheading, uh, from what I know. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's um, a fair idea, for sure. So, J6, Lynn, thanks again, man. It's a lot yeah. of fun so far. Yeah, uh, so ba- basically challenged the, the group uh, to, to do this half marathon that's in June. And of course, when you know you, you don't challenge our group with a little bit of alcohol in us without getting everybody saying "fuck it, I'll do it." Yeah. So, we uh, a bunch. but definitely, God bless us. And uh, anyways, uh, so yeah, we're all we're, we got a bunch of people committed. I think there's like six to six to eight of us or some some shit that's committed to doing this half marathon in June. Uh, and yeah, it's uh, we all got a little little group going on Instagram where we're sending sending pics and challenges and. Uh, yeah, it's something I'm really, it'll be my first half marathon of, of any kind or marathon of any kind. And, uh, it's just something really cool that we're all doing as a group, uh, to get, I, I think it's, it's part of challenge, challenge to really get healthy. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, no, uh, for sure. Something, something to, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Like I said, just get healthy and, oh, and uh, yeah, so a goal, a goal to, uh, to train for. Yeah, dude. So, I mean, this half marathon, it's no joke. Was 13 miles, right? Thir- yeah, 13. It's it's like thirteen miles. Thirteen and some I, change. I, I, I should know this. Off there's the top a fraction. There's a there's a decimal there. Yeah, I should know this off the top of my head because Brianna Louie just ran one yeah. uh, on the on on Thanksgiving Day, and um, she was telling me about it. But anyway, so yeah, it's like thirteen miles. Um, dude, discipline to do a marathon after a Friendsgiving too. That's... Yeah, dude. Fuck. She was like sipping the eggnog and was like, "I wish I could have a whole one." Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's <laughs> I what I mean. Like, uh, yeah, for sure. I'm like, ah. Oh. Um, yeah, so uh, uh, 13 miles in June, so we have some time to train for it. But yeah, I I agree. I definitely agree, man. I um, It's definitely a fun little uh, competition amongst close friends. And uh, the silver lining to this whole thing is going to be, you know, healthier living, healthier lifestyle. Like, you know, why... why... Okay, so uh, J6 and I had this conversation. Um it's pretty much uh, I love I love where it's heads at because um, 
again, I hate going back to Joe Rogan again, but I'm a big right. fan of his. We're, uh, po- we're podcasting. Yeah, we might as well talk no, about the Godfather. Yeah, seriously, you know the guy I mean? that fucking inspired it. Yeah, for yeah. sure. So um, Rogan and his friends had this little, um, they called it Sober October, and it was similar. Uh, it was a competition amongst friends. And it was just, it was to have everybody not drink or smoke or do any kind of um, drugs or anything like that throughout the entire month of um, October, and um, and there, you had to do like fifteen classes of hot yoga, and it yeah. was just like a nice little competition amongst friends. I forget what the loser had to do in case somebody broke that, but everybody did it, so it wasn't like there was a loser, but. Is there really a loser in that? You know no. what I mean? Like, there's really not. No, you know, it's a cool little thing. It's just a way to challenge yourself, and yeah. and the fact that you're doing it amongst friends, um, I think adds a little bit extra motivation. Because if you did that against a random bunch of random people, right. you would probably dismiss it as in, if, if you wanted to fall off the bandwagon, you oh, would it'd be much easier. It'd be a lot easier because I mean, at least I'm speaking for myself here. I would look at it and I would approach that situation as in, who the fuck is that guy? I don't care what his opinion is of me. I'm gonna have this beer, you know, like. Right. But if it's your friends, I don't mind letting it down a stranger. Yeah, but if it's your friends though, and like your friends, you're there and you see each other and you're giving them ammunition to really lay into you as far as bragging rights goes. Mm -hmm. You know, like it just gives you that extra foot in the ass where you're like, yeah, I wanna, I wanna fucking make sure I do this and I don't fuck up. So, um, so Johnny and I were having this conversation, and it was just a conversation. And then, and then Lynn and Johnny, I guess, got together, found a, a cool little marathon in June, and gave everybody plenty of time to train for it. And then they hit us up, and obviously we all answered the call, pretty yeah. much. There might be one or two people that aren't doing it. Um, uh, we'll name names next week. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if they I, haven't committed. Yeah, seriously. Um, but yeah, so it's been a lot of fun so far, training for it. So that's another reason yeah, I, why I started taking steroids for it. <laughs> you want to so. talk about that? <laughs> yeah, it, man. sure. Do it, might as well. Uh, so they're not real steroids, but uh, basically, I, I was on my tablet uh, a couple weeks back, and I I saw saw this uh, article that was written saying like, oh, GS George St. Pierre was was busted for uh, for performance enhancing drugs. So uh, being this a lot of this podcast, we talk about mixed martial arts. I, I read the article going down it. The writer of the article said, uh, oh, uh, they basically did a case study on on the stuff that GSP was popped for, mm-hmm. or allegedly popped for. I just think that they used his name now for the story. But anyways, I digress. Long story longer, uh, <laughs> when I, by the, by the end of this article, I was convinced that these pills, this pre-workout and post-workout stuff was, uh, was the shit. And like, this person was like, I didn't even get up off the couch, man. I just fucking took these pills and I got a six pack and I got like, it was, I mean, not to be that dramatic, but he, yeah. the guy said he did do some like subtle working out. Yeah. Uh, he did some push-ups and stuff like that. But for the most part, he just got a lot more muscle tone, got a lot stronger, a lot yeah. more energy just by taking this stuff. And, uh, so I was... Basically, by the end of the article, I was hook, line, and sinker convinced that this is the shit. And, uh, and it goes, oh, yeah, by the way, uh, we're giving away free, for, at the end of this article, we're giving away uh, free samples. All you got to do is click the link, put in your, your address, and pay for shipping, and you can try this, uh, this stuff for free for a month. And I was like, well, fucking hey, let me, is it really that easy? Click the link. Next thing you know, I got steroids on the way, bro. <laughs> and fucking, uh, <laughs> I'm uh I'm I'm on my sixth day of the cycle, which How you feel? <laughs> strong. You got a full stash too, man. Fuck it, the stash is coming in thick, thick now. Dude, for thick, for sure. Thick stash on right I'm, now. I have to back burner that story. Uh huh. Real quick, uh, I'm on day six of the of taking these uh, supplements every day. Um, 
And to be honest, motivation to work out is there uh, for the first time in a long time. Okay. Uh, like setting rules to, to do push up, just feeling a lot stronger mm-hmm. uh, in general. And uh, man, positive about it too. It's yeah, it's like I, it's it's a. I don't necessarily like recommend it for like everybody or whatever. But yeah. uh, if you're looking for something that need like a little push to get mm-hmm. you kick started, and uh, I would say yeah, the, the feeling of being stronger and also the lack of soreness. I haven't. I've had zero soreness, and I've been working out uh, five out of the six days. Nice, so, dude. see, dude. I, oh, this is a beautiful thing because at the very least, even. Because you kind of mentioned, oh, I feel like you know GSP's name was used for, just to help with sales, and right? You don't know, you know what? I'm not sure if it's legit. Yeah. Well, dude, at the very least, like the baseline of that is that if it's at least giving you the motivation to go right. out and do it, then it's already worth it. Yeah, that's all I'm looking at. Exactly. I mean, that's and cool, it, man. Even if it's a placebo effect, you know even what if, I mean? There you it, go. It, yeah. If I believe that it's it, then it's going to fucking work. Exactly. Yeah, for sure. But I do feel a lot stronger. I mean, go. I'm going to be taking some some shots, some. Yeah. It's a it was a thirty day trial and they're like it's take take three pills a day I'm not doing that because I didn't really I, I wasn't sure you're gonna continue with the well I just wasn't sure like I didn't want to go full ramp into it like I yeah. hadn't been really working out so I didn't want to like just put uh, you know go go with the full dosage so to speak so what I personally did was I took two pills and uh, I'm taking two pills a day and uh, that way I believe it'll space it out and it'll be a forty five day. Uh, trial instead of a 30 day uh, so one I'm getting my money's worth for the pills and two I'm not I don't know I guess shocking my my body with uh, these this you know foreign chemicals and if I if I had some sort of bad reaction to it I could at least uh, taper off effectively or efficiently so but yeah man uh, like I said so so far I felt uh, felt a lot stronger and uh, I'm excited to to keep doing it and I Another reason why I d- decided to do it right now is uh, basically when that 45 days is up, it's going to be right around New Year's Eve or uh, New Year's Day or whatever. So my goal is to be have a really good foundation uh, in order to set an actual resolution or like a, my next goal. Yeah. So Are you going to continue with the um, – are you going to buy the next – thinking about it? I'm thinking about it. I mean because okay. it depends on how uh, how – much i mean i'm only six days in and i'm I'm seeing some benefits okay. uh and right I, now are you leaning more towards yes or no yes more more yes. towards yes okay. uh but that could change may, I mean, maybe not change. these specific supplements depending on what they actually cost because again yeah. they were free uh i just paid like six bucks in shipping i got you oh so i see what you're saying so you could like the money that you would have spent on another round of supplements you can move that towards I don't know, like protein and like all this other right, things. Right, I mean, yeah, like a GNC or some shit. Like exactly. That. My my, uh, I plan. I mean, if again, if they are working, I'm gonna. I have the ingredients of what's in there. So if mm-hmm. I can find similar supplement, like again, if they're if they're affordable, then I'm just gonna buy these same supplements because if you know if it ain't broke, don't fix it. So yeah, I understand. But uh, yeah, uh, by the by the time June comes around, I mean I could be at like 200, bro. Just yeah. a beast. Just 30 extra pounds of fucking. Oh, dude, maybe. <laughs> I'm just, uh, yeah, I'm just winning the marathon at that point. Yeah, for sure, man. That's really cool, dude. Well, either way, keep it up, man. Like, whether you continue with it or not, as long as, it's like I said, man, like, as long as you're putting up the work, you're going to see results, right. you know? And if this is doing what it's supposed to do, then it's going to speed up those results. Yeah. So you might as well hey. fucking, you know, you might as well put in the extra work. Everybody else is cheating. Fuck it. Hey, man. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for and sure. Then- 
I, again, I, I'm playing with the concept that this is steroids. It's fun for me to say that they're steroids. Yeah. Uh, listeners, I am not taking steroids. Yeah. Uh, it's like a little bit of creatine, like at the worst. But uh, but yeah, it's kind of like this running joke that I'm taking steroids and I'm calling it a cycle. And like, <laughs> I, I don't know. It's just there's no uh, injections going. Into yeah, the there's no nobody's nobody's putting any needles in my ass. Yeah. I don't have any. No Jose Canseco is writing a book about me down yeah, the road right. when I. That's funny, man. In case I actually do do something. In case yeah. I win the marathon, they're like, cheated. Yeah, right. I want him tested. Fuck that guy. Where's I'll go. Jeff Nowinski from the... <laughs> yeah. yeah. I need some USADA in this fucking marathon. Yeah, seriously. Nah, That's but... cool, man. Jesus Christ. My phone is being blown, blown up. up. When you're Sorry, popular, listeners. Bro. I know, man. It's just work. Fucking Whatever. God damn it. They know I'm podcasting. Don't they, they should know. know. They should Wednesday. Know. God damn it. It is Wednesday. Yeah. Um, oh, but dude. yeah, man. So um, this oh. marathon, dude, should be a lot of fun. 13 miles, June. Uh, or it's in Santa Barbara. We're going to be staying out there for the weekend, so it should be, you know, a good time. Um, so far, we got like eight or nine people that are all signed up. They're yeah. all friends, so um, yeah, extra motivation. Uh, we've been sending each other like little, um, at least I know I have, I've been sending little videos of myself <laughs> running or training or like what I'm eating for lunch, yeah, which they- is like, you know, greens, and I just, you know. Derek's throwing down the gauntlet, dude. Yeah, dude, hashtagging like- the shit out of it, you know, calling people out by first and last name. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> A little intimidating. He's being a little bit of intimidator. Yeah, trying to bust on the, the whole uh, Mr. Conor McGregor man, getting you all psyched out. Dude, you know, I, I told I told you that just for the listener's sake too, because I I sent I tried to send back a response on Instagram, uh, and I spent about ten minutes decorating this one fucking photo of all the all the supplements that I got in the in the cupboard, and the you know protein powders and all that good stuff, and I was I had it all written out, then hit send. It didn't send, and I hit send like two or three more times, and all of a sudden it goes, Instagram stopped working. So Yeah, yeah that's fucking disheartening, man. 10-minute art project just out the fucking window, and I just wanted to share that because I didn't want it to be for nothing. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I did respond, just yeah, so you know. I got you. Uh, no, well, dude. Challenge I mean, accepted. I, I mean, I know uh, uh, Roadhouse just sent a message. Did he? That he did. Uh, not right at this moment, but earlier today he sent one. What? I haven't opened it up yet because it's like right as we let's, started. Let's do it on air. Let's do it. All let's right, do it. Cool. Let's see we this. Got right. we, got a, we got a live response about what we're talking about. All right. Let's see here. Uh, he sent it. Let's see it here. A, it was a new video. Oh, why is he naked? Oh, I'm just man. kidding. <laughs> 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 Listeners, that was definitely a joke. <laughs> I decided to go with it. Oh, um, shit. He sent it. Oh, actually, a little bit longer than the... I just noticed it 20 minutes ago. So here we go. Here we go. Play this bitch. Um, oh, oh, shit. Okay. Muay Thai. Back at it again. What does that say? Back at hashtag y'all ain't ready for June. There yo. Oh, it's a video shit. of Mr. Roadhouse in a Muay Thai gym getting ready. Fuck yeah, dude. Is it's, he... it's begun. Wait a second. Wait a second. Who what? is that? Who is he? Who's his training partner there? Uh, I don't know. That's not actually him though in the ring. That's not him? No, no, he's he's the one videotaping. Oh. Um Okay. But <laughs> <laughs> like, he looks a lot different. <laughs> he looks yeah. yeah. Okay. No, so it's definitely not him, but it's definitely Roadhouse filming it inside oh, of in the class. Muay Thai gym. Back at it again. Hashtag y'all ain't ready for June. Okay. That's fucking cool, man. Oh right, yeah, it's begun. All right. Finally. Live responsing. Oh, man. I want to respond to that right now, but I cannot. Actually, I'm going to respond to it on air. Yeah. On fucking air. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, this is is social media on social media. That's right. Here we go. Air normal. Switch this bitch around. Okay. Here we go. So, we're going to do a social media little shout out. 
a live shout out on the podcast. Oh man, I'm excited. Uh, this is the first. Matt Roadhouse Rodick and to everyone else because I'm definitely going to throw that to the to the live to the li- uh, thread yeah. that we have going on on the yeah, Instagram. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm digging the video, Mr. Roadhouse. Hopefully you're getting that training in. Eat your greens. Mr. Uh, Gilman over there showing the stash because, you know, he's fucking ready. ready. I'm ready. We've got this on the live podcast, longwindedspiel.com. Woo! Check us out. 39. You hear that, ladies and gentlemen? Yeah, that's a live response. That's right. <laughs> We're not playing. <laughs> Ric Flair that's, that's, had to throw in the Ric Flair. Please. I'm having a hard time holding these alligator boots. <laughs> oh, shout out Ric Flair. Shout out Ric Flair. Why can't I say anything, thing? See, these Instagram thing, these apps, man, they're fresh. Why? If that got deleted, I'd be so depressed. I'm going to be fucking depressed, too, because it won't let me save it. I'm digging the video, Mr. Roadhouse. Uh-oh. Hopefully you're getting that training in. I'll figure that out afterwards. <laughs> but yeah, so, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> you can tell this shit is real. This shit is, is live, real and not it's rehearsed. live. Not rehearsed. That was off the cuff. That was not part of the plan. Actually, we haven't even covered anything that was no, part of the plan. not a single bit. We're fucking this passionate about this Fucking marathon. <laughs> Healthy living. Hashtag. Wow, these steroids are really making me Dude, aggressive. I think I feel like Mike's about to flip over this table. I'm about to. Dude, this podcast is about to be over. Oh, he can't stay in his chair, man. That banana and steroids has oh, got him ready, bro. up, dude. This potassium's That's got right, me man. fucking pumped. He wants to move around some heavyweight. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, maybe just do a 10 push-up set. I know, right? So, you know, on air. Yeah. Why not, bro? Get it recorded. Rock, rock it out. Oh, man. That was fun. So, ladies and gentlemen, yes. I should have done yes. on, the, on the Instagram. I should have started rocking up. Yeah, this. right? To like some soundtrack. Some like, right. you know. Some Eye of the Tiger. There you go. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, man. That'd be fun, dude. But, um, shit. What, what were we supposed to cover? Uh, um, Max NFL, Holloway versus UFC. Jose Aldo 2, UFC cool. 218. We'll just touch base on it. You know, we got a little time left. I mean, um, I definitely want to cover some NFL as well. Something that you were um, you were telling me about the whole um, fantasy thing. Oh, yeah. Maybe we should get that on. For sure. Um, do you want to go with that first? Sure. Are you talking about the the fantasy yeah, football well, stuff and earlier. the side yeah, league yeah, and everything? Yeah, exactly. Uh, well, I was, bragging, just, I was just, just doing a little bit of bragging, a little bit of bragging. Uh, basically, uh, I, everybody's in fantasy football. If you don't know what that is by now, then you probably don't have internet. So, uh, basically, I was in a must win situation last week. Uh, won that game. Uh, but furthermore, me and uh, my buddy Trevor and Patrick, we do a, a side league. So, quick background. Basically, uh, in normal fantasy, you, you draft a team in the beginning of the year, and then you just run with that team uh, throughout the season. In our side league, uh, what we do is is we reshuffle the deck every single week, and uh, we rotate the order in terms of draft pick, one, two, and three, and we just draft players based on who's going to do the best in that given week. Uh, we draft a quarterback, two running backs, a tight end, and two wide receivers, So, and we draft two leagues um, per week. So it's a it's more of a fluid. Uh, it didn't say. Oh motherfuck! We'll have to do that again. See, you just experienced what I experienced on Instagram. It didn't even fucking send. Didn't send or save. Nothing. I hate Instagram. I'm fucking really bummed out. We'll have to do that again. Son of a bitch. Well, at least I can rock some push-ups out this time. Yeah. Well, you want to just do it now? Sure. We're off the cuff, like I said. Ladies and gentlemen, Instagram <laughs> Fuck failed you, us. Instagram. It failed miserably. It did not save or send that video to Matt Roadhouse Rodick. So, Matt, you can hear the, the sadness in my voice, the disappointment. Yeah. I'm fucking so bummed out because 
that was great. So I hate to repeat myself, dude. But we're gonna have to do this again, as if to prove my point, dude, about what happened to me last night in yeah. terms of responding to this. Dude, that like, definitely fucking it's, like it hurts. It hurts, man. Yeah, you, that was fun. You create art, and then I'm it just so bummed out right it just now. gets. Deleted. I didn't mean to cut you off too. No, I was it's just all like, good. Man. It was so disheartening that you had to share. I like looked at you with my fucking <laughs> sad eyes. I was like, it didn't I was trying Michael. to. I was trying to stay in character too for a second, oh, but I was God, like, no, I'm this so is. I just gotta fucking just talk about this. Oh, so we want to do it again. Yeah, let's do it. You're going to do some push-ups in the back. <laughs> I'm going to do some fucking push-ups. I told you. <laughs> oh, hold on. Let me, let me get the right angle so I can actually yeah. get you. You should scoot back a little bit so we can right. actually see like your top way? half. Uh, so, so have your legs facing the opposite oh, way. Perfect. So that way I can actually see you. Hold on. Let me just make sure I got you. You got the mustache in too, right? I do now. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I mean, I might, I'm going to scoot over a little bit more. Let's get the shot there. I'm going to get the, get shot, the shot, bro. Here we go. All right. And ladies and gentlemen, Wait, here. Three, two, one. Three, two, one. <laughs> Roadhouse, I'm digging the video, man. Obviously, we're putting in the work, too. Mike's over here with the stash, going strong like a fucking savage. I'm over here. I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm definitely motivating him on longwindishfield.com. Woo! <laughs> that was great, ladies and gentlemen. Woo! Thank God that was only 10 seconds, because I don't know how many more push-ups I could have done. <laughs> oh, man. Got to take off the sweater now. Oh, dude, yeah, dude, you're fucking amped up, dude. I'm digging it. Oh, long-winded spiel first, folks. That's right. Long-winded spiel. That's right. Oh. Having fun, ladies and gentlemen. I, I I urge you to do the same thing with your friends. Call them out. Have some fun with yeah, them, Yeah, challenge them. Push challenge them. them. It's fun, dude. That's what friends are for. So, again, going back to what you were saying with the NFL, oh. I'm sorry, man. Whew. I forgot what we left sorry, off. This is a challenge. It's like running running sprints and then having to shoot free throws. This is tough. Uh, but, yeah, so basically, long story short, it's a, a longer, like I said. It's a, it's a true... Fucking, sorry, Derek's showing me doing fucking push-ups. <laughs> <laughs> I'm for sure saving this video. <laughs> oh my god, this is so good. Oh my god. I'm saving this video. Oh, that's so good. Oh, I, I think god. I'm keeping the mustache. Yeah, I think you should, man. Oh that was my god. Fun. <laughs> so serious. Oh, I went just so you know, listen. I went mid mid push up, about on the third push up, and then I go with one hand, look at the screen, and just point to my mustache and go like check oh, out the God. stash. I wish we had like a oh, video a video page for yeah. long winning field. We, should we need to get a YouTube, that. yeah. Oh God, a YouTube, it needs to happen. An Instagram, we should do an Instagram that's. I'm a little dedicated. upset at Instagram right now, but me too. Fuck, why am I even name dropping them? Yeah, giving them free publicity. Yeah, but YouTube, <laughs> like, you know, we got thousands of listeners. <laughs> well, yeah, based on our comments, definitely. That's right. Yeah, thanks a lot, listeners, <laughs> loyal fans out there. We love you. Yeah. Um, God, I fucking love that. That's. <laughs> I love that so much. Oh God, this is fun, dude. This is fun. Uh, so, uh, that might NFL. be my favorite so, yeah, video I've uh, ever dude, taken. I'm saving it, and I'm gonna yeah. Definitely gonna... tag me in that. Oh, for sure. Or let's, we gotta post that on I'm my Facebook on the... too. Yeah, I want sure. I'm just saying that's funny. All right, I will definitely tag you on it, and um, I'm gonna throw it on the group uh, messaging that we have. Perfect. And uh, yeah, that's fucking fun, dude. So either way. So Sorry. football. Football. Uh, yeah. Football. Basically. We do a a weekly draft, and we draft two different teams: one quarterback, two running backs, two wide receivers, and a tight end. Fuck the kicker and fuck the defense. Um, but yeah, we shuffle up the decks so, and we shuffle up the draft order. Uh, so to me, it's a more true indicator of fantasy knowledge. Uh, obviously, fantasy is luck too. So I mean, you could be drafting the best team and still not win. But uh, recently, I've hit a streak of out of the last five weeks. Again, there's two teams in each week. I've won nine out of the ten. 
uh, and at five bucks a game per person, I think I'm up like 90 bucks in that scenario. So I'm uh, feeling pretty good, right? Riding a wave of success. Uh, again, I probably just jinx myself and I'll probably lose the next 10. So, but uh, currently, currently riding a good wave. So feeling, feeling like the fantasy gods are, uh, are, are helping me out right now. I'm sure they are, man. Cause that's the cool. I mean, you're one of the very few people, like whenever anyone asks me a question about NFL, cause I don't really follow the sport. I mean, I appreciate the sport. I love playing football. Um, but I'm not like a diehard fan like you are and like some of the, some of the other friends that I know. But if there's ever a time where somebody asks me a question or I have a question about anything in relate that relates to the NFL, yeah. I go to you, man. Well, like I, you. I, I for sure I'm like, actually, you know what, I don't know the answer to that, but let me let me call a friend. It's almost like you're in that um uh what's <laughs> the, that the game? Taxi yeah, uh, cash yeah, cab cash cab. Yeah, there you go. And they're like, You wanna call your lifeline? And if it re- retains a fucking NFL, I have full confidence <laughs> that I can call you and you and I can knock that bitch out of the park. Science. But yeah, dude, for sure. For sure, man. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah, man, for sure. Uh, there might be a little spinoff uh, podcast that has to do just with the NFL. Oh, it's the fuck yeah, processing. I know, dude. I was, was going to break my heart. Dude, that video. I, uh, break my heart. Don't tell my heart. Sorry, anytime I hear heart like that, I bust in the song. Um... Yeah, man. Uh, real, real quick. Because uh, I'm done bragging about how much fantasy knowledge I have. Uh, mixed martial arts. Yeah. Aldo Holloway too. Do you think that it's going to be anything different than what we saw in the first fight, or do you think we're going to see more of the same? Uh, that's a really good question, man. If I had anything, okay. So what I think is, I think it is going to be a little bit different. I think it's going to go longer. I just think it's going to be. I don't think it's going to end. With a TKO or a submission victory for um, Holloway, I'm still picking Holloway to win. Mm-hmm. I think he's just going to outwork Jose Aldo. I think Aldo's going to do enough to not get finished, but unfortunately, um, it's going to be more of the same in the sense that Aldo's going to start strong, start going to win those first couple rounds, and then Holloway's going to take over. And he's just he's just more active. He's fresh. He's a little more on the you know he's younger, so he's a little right. more fresh. Um, I don't really see Aldo was saying that the one reason why. He um, lost the first one because he wasn't able to utilize all of his tools, specifically talking about the leg kicks that he's known for. Right. Um, which, yeah, could be true. Which was, you know? I thought, yeah, because he had like, leg injury, about it. He he had, like a knee injury or something like that, so he wasn't able to really kick. Um, apparently, that isn't the issue now, so he's like, oh, I'm going to utilize my leg kicks. Well, dude, don't fucking tell the guy what I'm you're going to do. You. Yeah, you know what I mean? Or, We're going to run the ball. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, that just doesn't make any sense to me. So I, I, I see that, and I see that more so as Aldo trying to freak him out, like, second guess him and um i I don't know man i just i don't really i don't really think utilizing leg kicks is going to make that much of a difference to where it's going to end up being that deciding factor that turns the tie because holloway took all those best shots in those first couple rounds lost those rounds and was still in it came on that third round like a fucking bat out of hell and put it on him dude yeah he put it on yeah he did beat him down he didn't just he knock him out. He beat him down. Exactly. It so wasn't... I just don't see how leg kicks are going to be. <coughs> Excuse me. Sorry. That... No, you're good. I just don't see how leg kicks are going to be that much of a um of a, of a of a of a factor that's going to turn the tide. Sure. So that's just my take on it. What about you? I'm of similar, pretty much what you said. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm like I have no rebuttal. That was perfect. <laughs> <I got it>. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, sir. No, uh, I mean the I I will say that I, I think there is a percentage of a chance that uh, that he could use a, a leg kick to say maybe hit that lower calf 
uh, and you hit that that small muscle a couple times. I mean, there's a percentage, obviously, there's a percentage. But uh, I agree that it's going to be more of the same uh, of Holloway out, outworking him. Yeah. I also agree, uh, I think there's a chance that he finishes him. Um, maybe not as early, but maybe like later in the fight. But I, I also agree that Aldo's uh, more, uh, is a professional enough and is an experienced fighter enough that it, it's like, fuck yeah. That it's like... Uh, He's going to not put himself in as much danger. You know what I mean? It's kind of like, oh, shit, I learned my lesson. I can't just strike with this guy and think that I'm going to win, which mm -hmm. probably was his mentality going into the first one. So I think we're going to see a much more cautious Aldo. Uh, and I think having run out of maybe some steam, uh, we might not see him be as aggressive in the beginning uh, because if he goes in with that with the same strat, I mean, it's a fool's mentality to go in with the same strategy and think you're going to get a different result. Yeah. So, well, I mean... I don't see it really going any different. Uh, like, you see it ending early, though? I, I, no, I, I see it ending later. Oh, right. So you do see it finish, though? I, I can see. I, I see it's in, it's in between. All right. So well, the last one finished, what, in the third-ish? I, I believe so, yeah. So, I'm pretty sure, though. Yeah. I could check. I could Yeah, I'm pretty sure on that. I'm pretty sure it was the third, like later in the third. Yeah. I, I, you know what? Let's just say, yeah. Let's just, for the yeah, sake. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. late in the third, fourth, yeah, early really fourth. Matter, right? Doesn't yeah, really sure. matter. Yeah. Later in the fight. Towards, just towards the beginning of the second half of the mm -hmm. fight, let's gotcha. say. Gotcha. Uh, this time, I, I mean, I, I see the range of this being like that as like, I don't see it ending earlier than that, but I, I, I could see it ending a little bit later. I could also see it going the distance. So I think like if that's the range mm -hmm. is, is in that, that pocket, so I would put, I would put money on like, say Holloway in the fourth kind of mm -hmm. thing or Holloway in the fifth or Holloway by decision would be like, those would be like where, where I see the main chunk of. The biggest percentage of the fight happening, like eight out of ten times, it's going to fall into that range. I hear you. No, dude, I, I can see that too. Because like Holloway's known for his conditioning. Like, right. I've no, I don't think I've ever seen him go three rounds or five rounds. Like as far as like a fight. Has he and, ever? I mean, McGregor beat him, but it was a it was a distance fight. Yeah, it was a distance fight. It was actually the second. Yeah, I believe. It was a three round fight, though. I think it was so, a three rounder. It yeah, three -rounder. it was a three rounder, but but it still went. Through. I'm just saying, like, I don't think Holloway's ever. Has he been stopped ever? He's been stopped. His UFC debut, he was stopped by Dustin Poirier via armbar. No shit. Yeah. That's why any see. That's why you're my lifeline <laughs> on Cash Cab for mixed martial arts, sir. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, man. Yeah, um, yeah, dude. So like, he has he's been stopped once, but that was once, dude. And then his second loss was against Conor McGregor, but he hasn't lost since then. You know, like he's been on a tear. Right. I mean, there's yeah. He's on the longest win streak in the featherweight division right now. Right. You absolutely. Know? It's crazy. But um, yeah. So. Final pick for sure, Max Holloway. Yeah, I got Late, I mean, later finish, maybe we, decision. We got I got a picture with Holloway, so I'm. We do have a yeah, picture. Yeah, it's Holloway, fucking dude. awesome to meet yeah, that cool guy. guy. Yeah, if you're listening, Holloway, you're cool, brother. Yeah, Bless right? life. <laughs> okay, so I'm calling decision, Holloway. Um, I think Aldo's gonna win the first two rounds. I think he'll have moments of um in the third and fourth where he'll do well, but I think Holloway's just gonna outpoint him, outstrike him. Um, I really, if there is a finish. I, I agree with you in the sense that if there is a finish, I'm calling the fifth round. Yeah. I think Aldo's going to be really fucking tired. I don't see him getting beaten down. I see, finish-wise, I see a submission victory for Holloway if there is a finish. Okay. But that's just me. So if there is a finish, if that ends up being a thing, I'm calling late in the fifth round via submission. Um, otherwise, okay, so 20% <laughs> right, submission victory in the fifth round. Got it. Holloway. Um, eighty percent Holloway by decision is kind of what I'm calling right now. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna based on that theme, I'm gonna go 
six. This is just for fun, not to be argumentative. Yeah. Sixty percent uh, Holloway by TKO in the fourth. Okay. Forty percent uh, Holloway finish. Cool. 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 Hell yeah, man. Um. So uh, the next will be the co-main event: Alistair Overeem against Francis Ngannou. Nice. Right. Dude? Yeah. You, I, dude, I fucking well went slow with that one. Yeah, but it was. But Derek <laughs> just went from 50 minutes back, dude. With, with in two and a half seconds, he yeah. went 50 minutes back to reference. That was yeah. pretty cool to watch. Uh. So yeah, dude. This the gun. The predator. Uh. I mean, Alistair Overeem, man. For those of you that follow um, MMA, I'm sure you you know who this guy is, and if you don't. He's a Dutch, um, the uh, Dutch. yeah, right. He, uh, I believe he's Dutch. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he is. Something like that. Yeah, but um, yeah, he's a, <laughs> he's uh, he was like a champion in every organization. These are heavyweight fighters, mind you. Yeah. Um, it's fucking Alistair Overeem, man. He is um, ex K1 kickboxing champion, strike, strike force. force champion, um, Grand Prix champion. Was um, he ever? He was never UFC though. Never UFC. He got about. He, he yeah. fought. He fought uh, Stipe. He fought Stipe. He had a title shot for against Stipe like a year out. ago. Got knocked out in the first round, but actually hurt Stipe in that first he round. He did. He oh, dropped. Oh yeah, him. he did. He fucking almost won. Oh, that I was about fight, to be dude. so mad. Yeah. He's an asshole, by the way. Alistair Overeem's an asshole. He is a little bit of an asshole. A fucking dick. I don't yeah. mind telling him that. Yeah, he's built, built taking an steroids right now. So yeah, seriously, fucking, he's not ready. He's not ready he's for not the G bomb dog. Um, yeah, man. So uh, and Francis Ngannou, he is um, of uh, African descent. I believe he was. Looks, Living yeah. in Africa when he picked up MMA, yeah. um, was training four or seven months in, in MMA before he did his professional debut. I only know this because of the countdown, and um, <laughs> and then it took him two years after that to actually have his debut in the UFC, and he did so well that um, and he had such like you know a, a rise. He was such a rising star. There's a lot of hype behind him. I mean, he's known as a knockout artist. You know, right. he's a fucking savage of a dude. Like he's He's just a really big, he's a naturally big heavyweight. You know, some heavyweight fighters are, you know, they, they eat extra to kind of like, you know, to keep add, on. Add add LBs, on. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Francis Nagano is on that happy medium where he eats normal, he trains normal, but he's still like 250, 255. Yeah. So that's a big boy. He's a you know? big guy. He's not cutting weight, so he doesn't have to really worry about that. But he's also not worried about, you know, having to maintain the weight. He's just normal. Yeah. It's just who big. he is. And because of that, um, his body frame can maintain that that weight, and it, it shows in his fights. Like he's just very athletic, you know. Like he's just a very athletic guy. He's just not he's not like carrying around extra body body mass that slows him down. Like I'm not saying he's extremely fast as far as hand speed goes, right. or like boxing wise, but he's not carrying around extra body weight to where it slows him down. Like as far as his, his agility, his movement, you know, he's very he's explosive when he needs to be. He, I mean, I've seen him take shots, and he seems to eat them pretty well. And when he lands on people, they tend to go to sleep. Yeah, you know. And he does have a submission victory in the UFC, so you know really? he's got that game. He he caught a guy in a Kimura, finished it. The opponent, um, his name escapes me right now. I was but, um, gonna be a follow yeah. up. Does does he have any notable wins? Yeah, his most notable one would be Andre Arlovski, which isn't oh. saying a lot. Well, nowadays, but, but nowadays, it's, it's a but name. it's still an ex champion. Yeah, still ex champion. You know, um, but yeah, he knocked him out in the first round. Um, but yeah, so uh, uh, Francis, um, he actually seven months ago he moved to the UFC, uh, to the to, to Las, Las Vegas, Vegas to the UFC um, center where they offer free living, free food, free pretty much room and board for all their professional fighters, um, fighters on their roster, and um, 
you know, training, uh, sports equipment. Um, uh, they get dietitians, they get nutritionists, they get the whole nine, yeah. dude. Like he, they pretty much moved him to a farm where their only focus is to turn this already of savage of a man into more of a savage. Yeah, and that's where he's been at for the last seven months. And he, from what he was saying on the countdown, it's probably going to stay there. Like he's, I'm just going to. I mean, it's free, so he's just stacking up all his chips. Training for you know his next fight, and in hopes of becoming the champion. And I was saying this uh, a few hours ago with Mike. We we're watching a um, an embedded video, and it was uh, Francis Ngannou where he talks about how he doesn't like spending all of his money. Right. Um, you know, he, he he likes buying himself you know a couple of things, a couple of really really nice things, but that's about it because he doesn't need much. Right. And um, he wants to mainly save everything. And I I like that about him because he's still. He still has that poor man's mentality. Right. Where just four years ago, I was probably nowhere near where I am now in the sense of, you know, financial security. You know, like he just doesn't, doesn't have any of that. I mean, uh, I could be wrong, but I think he has a really cool story too where he came from a very poor side of Africa and he was just always athletic. And I don't know if he played any other sports, but he was always that guy that just didn't, didn't have anything growing up. So right. I like that. You know, he has that hunger, he has a desire, and he also has a mindset of, I can't let this go. Like, I don't want to let this go. I, I want to, I've tasted what it's like to have this lifestyle as far as, you know, having more and not needing much. And I don't want that to go away. You know, I don't want it to go away. And I think that's, I think it's dangerous. You know, that's, I think it's a, a dangerous, powerful motivator. it's a dangerous um, time to fight this guy. You know, yeah. I think the best time to fight him would have been early in his career or after he's already won the belt and you know he's had defended it once or twice and he already has what he wants. Right. That's where the motivation is. Complacency to at that yeah, point. Yeah, you know, like Yeah. You know, there there are stages of fight people, you know what I mean? Like sure. bad time to fight Connor when he was up and coming. But he's one of those few guys where he was able to maintain that, you know, that mindset of like, no, I got I gotta keep going, I gotta keep striving for more. Right. Um uh, so yeah, we'll see, man. I mean, I could be wrong, but I'm Dude, you're making me a believer. I, cause I don't think I am, man. I think I think Francis is gonna, as long as he doesn't go in there, guns a blazing. I think he's gonna fucking put Alistair over him away. You yeah. know, Alistair's got a lot of TKO losses as well, dude. Like he he's been knocked out several times. Right. And um, I'm not I saying that. It. Yeah. Well, they're heavyweights. Any heavyweight can knock out any other heavyweight because um, they're just big guys. Um, I just um, I just think that Alistair has a lot. He's 20 years of professional fighting, so. It's a lot of wear and tears, a lot of shots to the head. Um, you know, that's a lot of um, times he, where he's had his lights put out. And Francis isn't that same boat. If know? he clips him, if this guy Francis clips him, absolutely. And I think he's going to, man. Not, I, I don't I don't see it being like a, you know, highlight reel, like picture-perfect knockout. But I think he's going to clip him on the side of the head, you know, like right right next to the ear. Right. And Allister's probably going to block most of it. But it's going to be enough to where it's going to put him on Wobble Street, you know, like yeah. on Queer Street. Yeah. And I see Francis jumping on him and just putting him away. Now, my only thing is that uh, Overing's last loss was to the champ, in which case he hurt that said champ. Uh, and he's been on a win streak since. I forget. I think it's – I only know this because of the countdown. Yeah. Uh, where he, he's won his last three or four fights. I think so, something some, like that. Something along those lines. Um. One over him always disappoints me. Yeah. So even in this scenario where I want to root for this guy Francis, uh, I th over him's just been this like spoiler. He's got good striking. Uh, he's got a good coach behind him uh, that that has a good game plan that's set up for the guy that he's fighting. 
again, this is all from the countdown. Um, I want, I very much want Francis to win. Uh, it's one of those times where this guy's got a lot more, to me, like pure raw power, some yeah. maybe more potential. Like, is it? It's one of those questions of is like, is this fight too soon for him? I hear you. That that's my only question. Mm-hmm. Is 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 Overeem, who's probably the most experienced striker in the heavyweight division? Yeah, credential wise, for Cred- sure. That's yeah. In terms of like the kickboxing and as a, just a kickboxer, let's just say that as a striker in that scenario. Uh, I mean, it's he. I mean, he's. He's been in scenarios. He's fought the Mark Hunt. He's been in. I don't know if he, got, he probably got knocked out by Mark Hunt. I don't know, but I think he, he did he beat Mark Hunt? Oh, that's when he needs. Had. That's yeah. when he where he need Mark Hunt. So he's gone up against a guy who's who's probably got probably say better hands than Francis and heavier hands. Yeah, better he, chin on paper and better chin. Uh, I mean, there's there's just there's with this new coach uh, that Overeem has. I mean, you convinced me of this this coach's this uh, coach's knowledge in terms like his his mental. Uh, fortitude or whatever he had and uh, I wasn't a believer at first but I'm starting to become a believer uh, in terms of this coach with um, with Overeem mm-hmm. so I think this is going to be a big big test for this uh, sort of raw talent um, that with less experience less cage experience mm-hmm. um, so this is kind of kind of one of those things does does raw talent raw potential and power and all that and is that going to go up against the veteran knowledge and experience and subtle power you mm-hmm. know what i mean so it's it's kind of like is this going to be a changing of the guard type of thing yeah. like i don't i don't know if it's like that dramatic but you know what i mean it's kind of one of those stories for I me so i'm i can see both things happening mm-hmm. and i'm i'm being very on the fence about it well who, who do you who do you see winning then i see over and winning to be honest for sure? not for sure because uh any one punch could end that fight in yeah, a heartbeat uh but in terms of like I see like Being seven technical. seven out of ten, I would say, would be Overeem for the way that I'm viewing it. Yeah, um, But I really want the three out of ten in my head. I'm not saying it is three out of ten yeah. likelihood, but in my head, the way that I view it, I want that to happen. I want Francis to knock him out. I hear you. Um, but I could, be, I could be off again. Yeah. But I'm just saying that's the way that I see it personally. Yeah. I like to see Francis uh, win and then have at least one more fight before he challenges Stipe. Um, yeah. I just think Stipe beats Francis more often than not like more like eight out of ten maybe even nine out of ten yeah only because francis has these really wide long punches and then stipe is known for his down the middle kind of attack Mm -hmm. and the thing about stipe is he's just like francis where if he puts a hand on you mimi's that's it and his boxing is no joke like he outboxed mark hunt you know what i mean like he outboxed him he outboxed junior dos santos the second time they fought oh yeah like he knocked him out dude he he did you know he's just he's a savage and he beat up alistair over i mean dude there's a reason why he's a champ and he took it he took some he took a hit so you know he can come back from adversity yeah um yeah, so I mean, I'm picking Francis to win. I just hope that they don't feed him to Stipe right afterwards. Well, that's the thing is, like, there's not too many other heavyweights out there that, yeah. that can. Especially like someone like a Cain Velasquez, man. Like Cain Velasquez would be a bad matchup for Francis Carmouche. He'd be a bad matchup for Alistair Overeem. Um, the only person that I can see beating Cain would be a Stipe. I think Stipe can fucking hang with Cain yeah. uh, only because he can avoid the takedown long enough to outbox him. Um, but it's also it's questionable. Like, where is Kane? Like, you know, where he's been this, injured, hasn't he? He's been injured. Yeah, he's got these um, this brittle injuries, man. But, but when he's on, he's fucking a monster, dude. Oh yeah. Like if the Kane Velasquez that fought Junior Dos Santos the second time or the third time goes against um, Stipe, I have Kane all day 
But right now, it's so unquestionable that I'm just, I don't know. Like, well, that's the question is, are we ever going to see that Cain Velasquez again? My gut tells me no, but my heart wants to say that's yeah. That's the thing. Dude, I was like, I know. feel like you're, there's an emotional investment yeah. here. I don't want to like, I didn't want to. He was like the first um, <laughs> uh, heavyweight, um, uh, Hispanic heavyweight combat athlete to right. become champion. Right. You know, like to win a gold belt in that, in that division. Sure. Um, or in that high level, you know, and like that, you know, being of, you know, Mexican descent, like or, exactly. like origins or whatever the fuck you want to call it. That, I mean, that was cool, man. Like, I love that. I was like, that's so cool, man. Because, you know, it's just, you don't see that. You know, he made history in that sense. Right. You know, and he was just known for his, just his pace and his, his uh, he's such a technical wrestler and his striking was second to none. Um, but yeah, so we don't know, man. Like, I, I just think he, um, he's, so, you know, so you're a fan of Cain Velasquez. I'm a fan of Cain Velasquez. <laughs> Definitely a fan. That's safe to say, man. For sure, safe to say. I just don't know if he, um, I don't know if he's ever. I mean, there's a point where you know, father time waits for no man, that's, as they that's say. That's the thing, man. And, um, and then with heavyweights too, with all with dude, all that yeah, weight that man, they're carrying around, and, dude, it's got to be tough coming back from yeah, injuries. Yeah, he's you know he's. He, I mean, I don't know him personally, but from what I've heard, you know, he's um he's too tough for his own good, as they always say. From yeah. what I was hearing, that you know, whenever he has an injury, he doesn't really baby it. You know, he just trains and trains and trains and trains because it's just all he knows. He, he just pushes through it, and like that's dude, that breeds champions, you know. That, I mean, that's that same mentality that got him to be yeah, champion, but yeah, it can also you know, it, it wears on you. Yeah, yeah exactly. Sure. It can be. So, um, uh, somebody like a Francis Carmouche. Carmouche, um, Naganu. Naganu, fuck, dude, I fucked up. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Francis just... Naganu. Um, so Francis Naganu, I, I, uh, the reason why I think he has, the reason why I think the UFC is really, um, trying to build this guy up is because they haven't given him a wrestler. You know, they haven't uh, given him somebody that can, like, out-wrestle him and right, fucking and make him work and then get his arms tired and fill his muscles up with lactic acid to where right. now his punching isn't as fast, isn't as heavy, it's very slow. Um, I, I, I think they're, the reason why they're doing that is because um, they want him to be champion because he's got a good story. Yeah. You know, he's, uh, he's African descent, you know, so he, he, can, he, can, he can essentially he can bring another market into the world of MMA. Sure. Not saying that there isn't a market in, um, in Africa or wherever he's from, but I mean, if you have another face, another, a cool story, right. uh, a story that, hey, you can do it too, you know, they can bring in a whole other crop of athletes into sure. this realm, you know? Absolutely. And then, uh, from what I hear, he's very proud of his of his native land as well, which I think anyone should be. Right. Yeah. Naturally. So, um, so that's why I think they gave him some like Alistair Overeem, not because I mean Alistair is he is he worthy of another title shot? Sure. I mean he has he's on a however many fight win streak since his loss against Stipe, um, and if he wins his fight, sure. You know, do we really want to see another fight against Alistair and Stipe though? No. Not really, right? I mean, no. it was so. <laughs> I don't know. It's just I don't. Well, but, Alistair, nobody. He's not. He's the he's heel. A big draw, he's I a think. heel type yeah. of person. Like yeah. he's people want to see him lose. In my opinion, he's I not like so like maybe he's got the Dutch market, but yeah. I mean, fuck him. You yeah, know what I mean? I like he's you. just an asshole uh, in general. Like yeah. we've been to some fan expos and everything, and he he just he looks through people and over people, yeah. and he he just thinks that he's I don't know, man. He's just not. He's God's not somebody. To Earth, yeah, man. you don't want to have a beer with this guy. No, and that's. Not. It's not that that what makes a yeah. human like, being. It but. seems like the kind of person that you, the conversation would only go well with him if you talk about, about him. About him. Yeah. Yeah. He seems like that kind of guy. And yeah. I've met a lot of people like that. Yeah. And I see right through those motherfuckers, dude. It's like you just can't have a conversation about anything else outside. Well, I can't scratch that. I mean, let me go back. 
you can't carry a conversation about any other topic unless it's about them. Otherwise, they won't say anything or they'll only add in a couple things unless you talk about something they're really passionate about, which you'll find out about by asking them about themselves. Mm -hmm. But everybody loves talking about themselves. And, and I think Alistair Overman is definitely one of those guys. And you'll get to ask him about the Super Bowl and he'll be like, well, that reminds me about the yeah. fight that I had. And yeah. <laughs> it's like, like, dude, Jesus. Dude, I've met too many people like that. Um, but yeah, so... Um, talk about me. Want yeah. to talk about I won't talk about... Yeah, just seriously, dude. Seriously. a song, dude. That's, it's a song. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I, just, I don't think the fans want to see another Stipe all over ring fight. So they're going to give Overeem somebody like a, uh, Francis Naganu, And he has a good chance of winning because it's going to be a stand-up fight. He's yeah. fighting a stand-up fighter... Uh, if Overeem wants to be smart, which he's since they've taken him off the uh, you know the steroids, he's been fighting a lot more technical. That's true. So yeah. if I don't see um, Overeem winning via knockout, I see him winning via submission. I think he would go in, go take the you know get the fight to the ground because right. he's really good. He's great jujitsu man. Like he's won, um, he's won a couple of high level grappling tournaments. You know, sure. so like he's no slouch on the ground. Yeah, and he submitted people like Vitor Belfort and all that. You know, sure. I mean? like he's no joke. Um, that's back when um, they were fighting in the same weight class. Yeah, then, I was like, whoa. And then Overeem got on roids, and then just, but he said he was eating horse meat. Cheetah. Yeah, seriously. Um, I'm like horse meat is that the name of the steroids that you're buying? Like, <laughs> yeah, right. Fuck? What the fuck? That's the brand. <laughs> that mean? Like, that's the brand. <laughs> I got it from uh, Dr. Horsey. First off, yeah. First off, who the fuck eats horses? <laughs> yeah, what the asshole? Fucking dick. As if to prove my point. Yeah, you fucking dick. Fucking dick, dude. Um, yeah, so I think uh, if he does win, it'll be via submission. But I don't know, man. I, I see um, I see Gosh. the UFC trying to build this guy up, and that's why they picked this this opponent. Um, that's why I think a Cain Velasquez, hurt or not, would be a really bad matchup for Francis just because of wrestling. I, I just don't know if Francis can stop the takedown. And stop it long enough to land that shot. Yeah. Because after a round or two, I see him being so tired that even if they stayed standing the entire time, mm -hmm. I don't see him catching Kane. You know, uh, or like he or, didn't, that's why he didn't fight Verdum either. Verdum would have just taken him down and submitted him. Oh, Verdum for sure would submit yeah. submit him. That's why they didn't feed him to Verdum. Yeah. That's also why I think Stipe would win as well because Stipe mm -hmm. is was a wrestler. He was a college wrestler and he's fucking great boxing. And I think he mixes it up better than most people. Oh, shit. Well, then, so I really, though, then in this point with Francis, it's like, I, it, say everything goes to plan and he beats uh, Overeem, or excuse me, yeah, Overeem, then really the only thing above Overeem right now, coming off of all this win streak and being in that sort of like top five thing would be like a fucking Verdum mm -hmm. or, or, the, or the title shot. Yeah. And I'd like to see Verdum versus Stipe rematch more than Overeem versus Stipe. That's me personal. I would definitely like to see, yeah. Verdum, I, Stipe, yeah, I'd like over to see Overeem. What, I, I would like to have seen that fight go a little bit longer. But then say say uh, say Stipe loses then to Overeem, and he just kind of continues his carousel in the heavyweight division. Mm. Like, I I don't know. I'd like to see that fight, uh, Verdum versus Stipe, but I think it, like it, it would allow for this potential of just more of the mixing of the, like, non-continuity of the belt and just kind of this, you. like, 
carousel of champions. Yeah, which and I, and I think Stipe is, is good for the. It is a growing trend. For the, it is a growing heavyweights. Heavyweights. Exactly, but I, that's why I'm saying I like yeah. I like the concept that there is a king of the castle right now yeah. in the heavyweight division, yeah, and yeah, that yeah. there's a measuring stick for you. the time being. You know, it's funny just to kind of go off of that. Stipe actually has already tied the record for most consecutive title defenses in the heavyweight division. Yeah, nice. at two. <laughs> so just going off of what you're saying, dude. Like yeah. it does, it jumps around. You know? Yeah, it man. Does. And so, it, it's almost exhausting. It is, dude. It's, it's hard to keep up. You know. Yeah, like, it, it really and it's is. just it's hard. It's hard to give give the credit to the belt if mm-hmm. it's like, well, it's not really not necessarily though, because like there's so many high level guys, man. Yeah, I mean that that's true. But at the same see time, that or somebody like a Demetrius Johnson that's like on eleven title defenses. Because he's the the level of competition. See, isn't I don't like either ends of the spectrum. I hear you. I don't like either of that. Uh-huh. I like I like a guy that that has a reign for for three, four, five, six, seven, or maybe not seven. Three, four, five, I think is a good number. Yeah. Uh, and then because that's over a couple of years uh, yeah. of title defenses and everything. So have your reign and then and be dominant and everything and allow us. To, to be like, oh, okay, now how are we going to figure this out? And then somebody comes along and has to work hard enough to to figure it out. Yeah. It's not just like anybody can beat anybody on any given day. I gotcha. It's kind of like, that. that's like the problem with the NFL right now is mm-hmm. like, it's just so fucking, everybody's just middle of the road. And there's, oh, really? yeah, and that's kind of the way I feel like the heavyweight division is in terms of contenders. What middle of the road with the, with the NFL? Like, well, what are they It's doing just like, there's not, uh, there's so much mixing of the players, free agency and, and everything. Like, you, you your roster like turnover NFL, is 33%. I yeah, usually. Yeah, I feel like the NFL has become very political as of late. There's that too. Uh, like, it's just very, like, it's, everyone's agenda is on social media now. It's, it's more, it's crazy. It's more has it of a, been that way no, it used to be the, about the game. It used to be about, it used to be about you. com- okay, cool. com- competition. I'm not just, just making it up in my head. Well, yeah, I, I mean, there's 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 a few fold. It got with with social media and fantasy football, and sort of like a a dilution of fan loyalty to their specific team. Uh, it, it's and also the, just the the vast majority of eyes now, the boom of eyes that are on the NFL now with with specifically fantasy football, uh, the market that's watching this, and all that tied in with social media. It's it's more of a uh, more of a business and a social thing as like. It's not about the game. It's more about like, is Roger Goodell feuding with Jerry Jones? It's more of like a drama yeah. compared to, to anything else. a soap opera. Exactly. It's more of a weekly soap opera uh, as compared to like an actual sport. Uh, and because the product on the field, it, I mean, it's so manipulated too by flags That's fucking and sad, dude. dude yeah, it, it's I all have commercial no times. On that. I'm just like that. Fucking it sucks. It sucks to watch. And if it wasn't for yeah. fantasy football, man, I, I I wouldn't be as like I gamble on it. So yeah. it's like it, it wouldn't be something that I would be at. Like the product wouldn't be something necessarily that I watch I hear you. Uh, on a continual basis. I hear you. Um, just with, I mean, you're not allowed to tackle the quarterback. You have a strike mm-hmm. zone to where you can hit the quarterback now. Uh, you, a defenseless receiver, to me, that's what that's the position. You are defenseless. You got to trust your quarterback. You can't just go over the middle on a high slant, go up and get it because the safety's going to come take your head off. But they've eliminated that fear. So you, it's just. The whole league is being uh, constructed towards fantasy points and and not and protecting uh, is that what's fantasy keeping players. the NFL alive? You think not necessarily There's, alive, it's, but it's, it's, it's like crutch. their major market right now. It's a, right now it's their crutch. But what they're going to do is they're going to alienate their core core audience of people that like the sport for the violence, or not necessarily for the violence, but for the true competitive nature. When when you're seeing on third and long, third and twelve, third and fifteen, or third and fourteen. And and you see the uh, uh, the defense have great coverage and the and they get pressure on the quarterback and they make the sack. 
but they call a flag because you tackled him around the shoulders at first, and then when you when your shoulder, when your forearm hit his shoulder, it then climbed up the shoulder and hit him in the neck. So now you've struck a quarterback in the head, and you get 15 yards in the first down, and that's how you're earning first downs as comp- as opposed to being an offensive team. Mm-hmm. It's like it, it, it's just really taking away from the true competitive nature of the sport. Mm-hmm. And at, at the end of the day, we're going to end up watching fucking flag football for fantasy points, and that's going to be the that's going to be the market. Mm-hmm. And it's like fuck, dude, where where are we getting as a society? Very passionate about this subject as somebody that, that's played football and everything. It's just... I can tell. They're really fucking pussifying the sport. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I just really see it alienating uh, the core audience. I hear you. And, yeah, eventually people will get tired of fantasy points. Eventually. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's only... Like, okay, so you won the league. All right, cool. Now what happens now? I mean, it, it, I don't see fantasy football dying in any means. I just... Uh, no, I don't either. <laughs> there, <laughs> I don't there's either. a... There's a there's a clear cut trend though as mm-hmm. as uh, ratings are down people are getting fed up uh, with what's going on fantasy football isn't enough to 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 keep the ship at the at the to sustain the level that it was at no, I got you. they keep changing rules that are eroding the foundation of the game I hear you so damn man it's a shame yeah it's but, a shame you know back well I mean hopefully we'll we'll see what happens I mean if 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 enough dollar bills leave the pockets of the people that make decisions, I'm sure they're willing to they're you know, eliminate some of those, you know, those problems or yeah. the rules that they made or whatever, whatever that's sissifying the sport or at least diluting the sport is probably a better way of saying it. Um, yeah. I'm sure that they'd be willing to reconsider that. I mean, I would they're, hope so. I could definitely. They seem like they're a smart business. They're smart gotten, people. If they've gotten this far, exactly, they're not stupid. They're not stupid. No. They're just not by any stretch. So I'm sure they. I'm sure they notice it too. They, they should. I. I see some sort of alteration, some sort of writing of the ship in some way. They're not just going to take it lying down yeah, and just uh, and go go on that. Like if it's not working, it's not working. They'll probably veer in some way. But uh, how long if they do and how they do that, it's going to be. Uh, it'll be interesting. Because it's kind of hard to take a hard stance on certain issues, and then to, to change those rules back will be will be hard to do. I got but, you. Uh, we'll, see. Sure, man. we'll see. We'll see, man. Either way, um, yeah, man. I mean, shit, it's an hour and twenty. I gotta oh, get yeah. on here soon too. I gotta go sling some beer. I gotta go sling some beer, baby. Um, yeah. So, uh, final thoughts. Y'all ain't ready. There June. You go. June. June marathon, baby. We're getting after it. Um, yeah, everyone, uh, UFC 218 coming out this weekend. Uh, we will, next week, we'll be back. Uh, we'll be talking more about, you know, the recap of it, um, other fun topics, and we're going to be going off the cuff as we usually oh, do. Yeah, let you know how the steroids are going. Yeah, there you go. You know, a, a weekly update. Yeah. A uh, little, little science experiment. Be way aggressive next week. <laughs> <laughs> be a thicker stash next week. That's Super it. thick. That's right, man. All right, everybody, thanks again for listening. Um, Fucking hey man, thanks for right, listening. Man, for uh, sure. Like, l- fill out those comment boxes, folks. Yeah, there you let, go. Uh, comment let us boxes. know. Don't be scared. Don't be scared. Don't bro. be scared, homie. All right, everyone, take care. Bye.